Yes, we are, we have, we have questions for today, or what are we doing? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Luis, how was the sex last night? Was it good? It was all right. You had a fun time? It was all right. So Luis just came to Toronto to visit us, and uh, we had a pretty crazy time. So, gentlemen, welcome back to the Women Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mark. We had our co-host. Matt Levine, baby. And uh, we have our very special guest today, really close friend of ours, Luis Mercado from To Catch a Cheater, or maybe you're a younger person. You saw him on his new channel, Life Lessons with Luis. Luis is a very established individual, very successful, a millionaire, rocks a $100,000 chain on his neck, gets mad bitches, he's got mega clout, and- um, Why aren't you wearing it? Yeah, why aren't you wearing a chain, bro? I just didn't put it on, I guess. Yeah. All right. Do I need it? We'll it. save it's it fine. another time, yeah. It's fine. You got, the, you got the watch. You got the fucking little bracelet going on. Was that 20 Gs in your wrist? It's not that much. All right. But it's up there. <laughs> right. So, um, Luis, how was your weekend this weekend, man? You came to Toronto. You had a good time. That's pretty ladies. Yeah, bro. Toronto's always fun, man. It's I, Pride I weekend. I never thought of Toronto as a fun city until the first time I came out here with you guys. Is it, it really depends on where you go in the world and who you're with. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter what city you go to because, like, you could be in the same city as someone else and have a completely different experience, you know? But it uh, depends who you're with. So, I mean, you pulled different girls here every single fucking night you were here. Pretty insane. I think your game's like world-class, man. You should be a dating coach. <laughs> you should teach this shit, man. You remember I did for a bit? Yeah, no, I, I remember. Yeah. It's like, your game's so tight. It was just so so much fun. We, we had the crazy Pride weekend. I wish you came to more of those events. I know the first night was a little bit weird. It was like, Kind of, kind of strange and out of comfort zone, but there's a lot of really pretty girls out. A lot of bi girls. Like me and Matt were hunting for bi girls. Got like 20 bi girls yesterday, dude. Yeah, you guys are nuts, dude. Tell me about it. My girls are evolving. I'm now into asexuals. <laughs> Matt, Matt was joking yesterday because he, he brought this girl home and she's uh -huh. like, oh, I'm asexual. And Matt was like, asexual girls only. <laughs> Think about it. If your girl's asexual, you don't have to worry about her cheating on you. Exactly. Yeah, guess, Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, you, you just need a girl in your roster that just loves cuddling and conversations. Makes it sense. doesn't always have to be about sex. I actually agree with that. Sometimes it's just good to have their energy around you. Exactly. Like so it. you need asexuals in your rosters, boys. Yeah. Asexual girls. That's definitely an interesting experience. Uh, not my thing. Not my thing. I have a stripper coming over tonight. So we'll see how that goes. I met this girl about a year ago in Montreal. Uh, she had a boyfriend. And then we didn't have sex, actually. We were just we just cuddled naked the entire time. Mm -hmm. But I was pissed off. Like, I was frustrated. I'm like, why don't you going to fuck? We're naked. My dick's pressed against her the entire night. She was super hot. And I'm like, she's a French Canadian girl. It's like French accent and everything, too. Really cute, ditzy, like, sugar baby vibes, you know? Really cute girl. But, yeah, she didn't want to hook up because she had a boyfriend. But, like, I'm, like, cuddling her naked. Like, how ridiculous is that? Do people understand how good of a setup that you two have out here in Toronto? I don't think most people do. I don't yeah. think most people realize. Yeah, I don't think people is. realize. Like I, I was sitting here. I think it was on um, Friday night or Saturday night. One of those nights. I was just sitting here and I was just counting one, two, three, four, like six girls that are all hooking up with Justin. They're all just walking around and living in this house. Not even living <laughs> here. And just Justin's just off doing whatever. And they're just all waiting like a layer, like a like a king's layer. <laughs> I, I, I was joking about Louise. Like is, this is the the new hostel. <laughs> it's, a, hostel? it's a hostel. Yeah, it's a hostel, but it's a hostel. hostel. Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Because everyone's sleeping over. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, so the other night, we had seven girls yeah. sleep over. I didn't I even know. I couldn't I, even fucking believe it. I didn't even know. Like, I, I woke up in the morning, I walked out, and there's just girls passed out over it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them slept outside on the balcony. Yeah. yeah. A girl literally slept on the fucking balcony. And so, uh, Farron and Ash came, mm -hmm. and they had nowhere to sleep. So, they went to go sleep in their car in the parking garage. 
Really? Yeah, isn't that insane? I didn't know that either. Yeah, so these, because, I mean, look, there's two girls in my bed. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, I mean, both the girls are in my bed. I've, I have threesomes with them. I have threesomes with each other. Right? But they're both sleeping. I was just too tired. I was just not even up for it. Um, I wasn't even, like, into sex at that day. I was just so tired, man. Like, you don't sleep properly. You just don't want to fuck, right? Yeah. And so, um, there was a girl who came over at five in the morning to see me. But, like, I just, like, my vibe is just, like, not trying to fuck her. You know, and so she went on the balcony, and then my assistant coach Nate went out and like fingered her apparently. And I'm like, dude, I actually sent him a text message. I'm like, dude, stop trying to fuck all the girls in my harem. <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? He's an interesting character. And um, anyway, so so I go to bed, and then like I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was just like fucking this uh, this girl who's sleeping. It's like my main girl. You met her. Mm-hmm. Um, like we kind of just like started fucking because I haven't fucked her in like two three weeks because she was I was out of town, she was out of town. So we just woke up and we started going at it. We just started going at it, dude. It was funny. And uh, so here's a really funny story, right? So last night, uh, I was falling asleep with a girl that Matt brought out, Maddie, right? And she uh, left, and then Matt calls me. He's like, yo, I'm coming home with six girls. And so it was really funny because uh, Matt brings all these girls over, and then two of the girls were bisexual, and they started just having sex on my couch. So we all just like went inside my room. We are like, oh, we don't want a clock block. That's kind of my excuse to bring these two girls in my room, right? And so Matt comes into his room with his asexual girl. He falls asleep. Uh, I'm with two of the girls and one of them falls asleep. And so me and this girl are just cuddling, um, kissing her neck. I'm like fingering her under the blanket. And so it was really funny because, um, anyway, these girls left, but then like I fell asleep and Matt was asleep on my bed. Cause like, I'm like, like what the fuck Matt's sleeping. Right. And so I woke up and Matt's like trying to cuddle me. <laughs> I swear to God. And like, dude, no homo. I, I didn't even tell you this. You don't even know this yet. I haven't, I haven't told anyone this yet. Cause I, I woke up today and like, cause Matt was sleeping on my bed. And I'm like holding his hand and I, I like <laughs> I lean over, I grab his hand, I start kissing his hand. Cause like for some reason I thought it was a girl because I'm like I'm asleep. So used to having women there. Yeah, I'm, just so used to having, I'm so used to having girls there. So I'm sleeping hand, and I'm just like And I'm just like, what what the fuck? Like I open my eyes and I see his Matt's hand because I'm like, I'm feeling the hand, I'm like, it feels like a man's hand. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was I was cuddling cuddling him because I was like cuddling with a girl before I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. So he woke up and the girls left, right? Yeah. And so I like, yeah, because I woke up in the middle of the night. He's like, try to cuddle me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I wake up and I'm like holding his hand. Like, try to kiss his hand. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, I grab pillow. I put it between us. So I just move to the other side of the bed. So he's out of the head and kicks out his bed. And I'm like, Matt, what the fuck, bro? No more bro. fall asleep in my bed, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's not the first time this happened, too. No. Oh, yeah. One time, uh, Matt did fall asleep in my bed. We had a bunch of girls there and like they left and Matt fell asleep. And like I woke up. He's like trying to fucking cuddle me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> It's so annoying because we just get so used to f- having girls around. Yeah, but it's crazy because three months ago I literally had a girlfriend. Like when we started the Wingman podcast, mm-hmm. you can see me talking about I have a girlfriend. I met a girl and I fell in love. Right? Then you see me going through like the breakup, and then you see me talking about you know what? I want to build a sex cult of hot bisexual girls. And then we went to Pride. I took all my bi girls to Pride. Yeah. Just like me, dude. We went on Saturday night, and then uh, on uh, Sunday the actual Pride event, I counted the girls in the pictures, mm-hmm. and there's six girls falling falling around that I've had sex with, right? On Friday night we're at the club, and there's nine or ten girls. I, I'm not, I, I kind of lost count, but I counted nine or ten girls in the venue that I've hooked up with or been intimate with. Yeah, I remember. That, like, that's night. just sex. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not including like other girls I've like fooled around with, made out with, or like girls I didn't close. You know? So it's so crazy. Like setup is so fucking important. Right, because like by having like the right like principles of like what you want and the right like action taking, you just get like these crazy results. That's the thing, you know? though, I think it's only possible if they're all bisexuals. Well, to do what we're doing specifically, <laughs> for sure. Because I tried it with straight girls. Remember, it I, had three, I had three girls in one room. Mm-hmm. It's always a cry fest. 
Yeah, dude. He, I, I actually started this because I was in Egypt, right? I had a girlfriend at the time, and Matt is like, yo, I have three girls at the same party, and they're all crying over me. I'm like, whoa, that sounds interesting. Yeah, there was two girls fighting over you the other day. Oh, girls. you forgot? That was yelling you in the, the living room? The one that came over there and apologized to you? She was, I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was fucking hilarious. Dude. All I heard, I walked by, and she goes, you don't go in the room with another man that's seen my pussy. Like, just yelling <laughs> at a friend, you know? I don't know what was happening. I just walked out and I heard that part. I'm like, what's going on out here? Man, can you explain the backstory to that? Yeah, what's going on, man? Um, fuck. <laughs> so, one girl was on my Tinder date. Um, her name starts with a T. So, by the way, I matched the same girl on Tinder. The same, we're just matching all the same Tinder girls. It's so funny. Yeah, and I invited her over, but she, we like did stuff, but not sex. And so, we did other stuff other than sex. And she told me that, hey, you give off too much of a man whore vibes. I'm looking for a relationship. I don't think this is going to work. So we stopped talking. Yeah. Right. So we didn't talk for a few months and she hit me up recently. She's like, I'm coming to Toronto uh, with my friend. And uh, yeah, they came to the club, whatever. But her friend was like a really cute redhead. And you know how I am with redheads. Matt <laughs> loves his redheads. So yeah, uh, that's what happened. We we partied at the nightclub, came back here, mm -hmm. and then, you know, I talked to her friend, yeah. instantly connect, and eventually we got going and brought her to Justin's room, and then next thing you know, she's, like, knocking in Justin's room. And <laughs> it's just so stupid, though, because, like, his Tinder she date... A, she didn't want a relationship with him. Yeah, she well, didn't she, she's trying, like, friends with him or whatever, but she also made out with me. Like, I tried having a threesome with her the other night. She was doing a double makeout. Like I was making out with her and one of my other girls, right? And, and I told so, Justin to go for her. Yeah. And she agreed to having, uh, like, a little orgy experience with me. But then, like, she was in a weird mood. Like, we invited her in, and she just wasn't, like, down in that moment. So I was like, okay, whatever. You know? And so, but she, like, why is she mad? Like, she made up with your best friend, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. I was, Territorial, I was confused man. in that situa situation as well. It's a lot of drama. How do you deal with it, Luis? Uh, I don't, man. I mean, I never really like have girls running into each other like that where they're Dude, fighting. And I've seen videos of you having like foursomes and fivesomes, like you four girls at one time. Mm -hmm. How many, what's the most amount of girls you've hooked up at the one, like one time? In a session, like all together? Like, yeah. Uh, three. So three, okay. So three girls at a time. Because I remember you sent me a video of you in LA with your ex-girlfriend and like a bunch of girls, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. yeah, you see, so how do you deal with like the jealousy of these girls? There isn't any. Because like, um, you know, at the time, you know, we have like an understanding me and my, my partner and then the girls are just there for fun and they leave. So there's no like, they're not sticking around. I'm not, so I, the girls I, personally, know you had a girlfriend. I personally know that. No, of course they're my, they know that we're a couple. So they know it's just a hookup, you know, but they're not hanging around. Like I don't let them hang around at my place. I don't like want that drama. I just work too much. I don't even, you know what I mean? I kind of love it. Cause it's like, I, dude, I wake up and there's just bitches everywhere, dude. It's yeah. awesome. You know, there's like, I w there's just girls coming into my house. It's like, you know, I can just take it. I can literally just be like, hey, like I'm horny. Like, let's go to my room real quick. This place and is like a drop-in center. Yeah. Like, I don't think people understand who like don't know you guys, how good of a setup you guys have created. Like genuinely how good of a setup. Like, first of all, they can't see the rest of this penthouse, but it's a sick open concept type penthouse. Kitchen, living room, bar, all open. Bedrooms on opposite ends. A wraparound balcony. It's very centered in the city next to all the nightclubs, which is all just walking distance. Then you guys are both promoters. You also do photography. Like everything about what you guys are doing, like as, a guy, as opposed to a guy that has to go up to a girl and hit on her at the bar or at the club, you know, Matt's doing photography. So they're like tapping him. Can you take photos of us? Then they're leaning in, looking at the photos of this. Oh, let me get your Instagram. Like it's just all communicating, constantly around. 
They have reasons to talk to you other than trying to uh, flirt, right? So even if they have boyfriends, they're coming up, oh, can you get a photo of me and my girlfriends? And like, they know what they're doing. They're kind of setting up also potentials on their back end. Then you guys always have after parties here. So no matter what, they always end up here. So no matter what happens at the club, they just end up here in groups. You guys keep the ratio like one guy to every 10 girls. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, like I experienced this on the boat the other day because it's just like, you know, there's tons of guys, right? But if there's tons of girls, there's only like, like I was telling you, there's me, there's Muhammad, there was like some guy named Carl or something like that and some other big so dude. a couple dudes, right? There's like four dudes total and there's about like 20 girls, right? And then um, I, I could probably discount two of these guys out of just like not even an mm-hmm. option for girls. Because there's no game. They just like, come on, like you just look at these men, they're just not even options, right? So then it's yeah. literally turned, turned into every girl. I was talking to one girl and then everyone's just coming up tapping to me, trying to make conversation with me because like yeah. that's the only guy that's there. Yeah. I don't think people realize the like you guys have it awesome how how important having a proper ratio is yeah like i have girls constantly text me hey like what's the ratio of guys to girls at the after party mm-hmm. i'm like there's like one to ten so it depends <laughs> on the girl but most girls want a good ratio of girls like most yeah, girls it's fun want to have more girls there because like mm-hmm. how many times has a girl been saying like, oh, we're going to this cool after party? Ends up being like some like sketchy, like fucking crack den, bunch of dudes. trap house. It's like, it's like 20 dudes. Like two girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes the girls very uncomfortable. I have, I have a genuine question for both of you guys. Sure. Do you guys ever get tired of it? I get physically tired, but mentally I fucking love it, dude. I love it. I would answer the same, yeah. Like physically, I'm exhausted, dude. I slept for four hours last night. It, it's it's not even like effort anymore. It's like autopilot. Yeah, this is just your life. Like, um, I almost never go home with just one girl. But here's the fucked up thing: is like I can't turn it off. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I just want to stay in and work. I just want to fucking work. I just want to make money. I want to grow the business. I want to grow the podcast. I want to grow my audience. I want to make like fifty thousand dollars. I want to buy more Bitcoin. You know what I mean? And I just can't. Because there's girls showing up to my fucking house. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take Monday off to get some work. Like three girls showing up to my house in the fucking middle of the night. You know, last night, I was like, I'm going to go home and work. That was my plan. Instead, a bunch of girls show up to my fucking house. And like, I went to bed at like 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Like, it, it is crazy. Like, I just, to me, I, I do eventually, oh, I got to stop because I got to get back into work mode. But like, it's just nonstop. But the thing is, this kind of is your work too. So it's just... It's just this never-ending pipeline of women just coming in. Like, you've probably hit on girls you forgot you even hooked up with. Dude, just I can't tell you how many times <laughs> we're out at the club, and girls are like, "Oh my god, Justin!" And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I just like, I just pull her along. I'm like, "Yeah, oh, where do I meet again?" By the way, you like, I, I just act like I know them. Like, there's mm-hmm. this like um, old OG dating concept mm-hmm. of like assumed familiarity. So I'm just like, "Oh, how how you been? Oh, but do I have you on Instagram by the way?" And they're like, "Yeah, I have you on Instagram." I'm like, "No, no, we don't." They're like, "I always take their phone and I get their I, I look at their Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay, she's this girl, and I check our, our messages from their phone to see like you know where we met the correspondence, yeah, yeah, right? Because it's just like there's so many girls. I have like thousands of girls on Instagram in my DMs. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to remember? Yeah, you know." And so, especially if you're not hooking up with the girls. So I always tell girls, I only remember you if we've hooked up. And so sometimes when I don't remember girls and they're like upset, like, you don't remember me? I've been in your house. I've been in, we, we partied here. We put on the boat. We did this and that. And I'm like, sorry, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I only remember girls I hook up with. And that's kind of my way of being like, let's hook up. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And it, it's funny because it's like plausible deniability. But um, it's actually true too. Like if I hook up with a girl, then I will remember her, you know? It's crazy because there's so many guys that like, you know, a lot of men are working really hard to make money so they can eventually have girls in their life. 
And like so many guys wish they had your life, but multimillionaires, you know, seven, eight figure guys, like just wishing they had what you guys have right now. But the crazy thing is what we have, money can't buy. I know. And that's what most guys don't fucking realize. I know. <laughs> what we have, you cannot purchase. You can't go to the store and purchase a bunch of bitches. You know what I mean? You can buy a yacht and you can get girls on your yacht, but it's not going to get them to respect you or sleep with you. Mm -hmm. You can take girls out to fancy dinners and spend lots of money on them, but it's not going to make them attracted to you. You know, you, it'll get you used by a lot of Hon girls. Honestly, sure. yeah, I think it makes it more awkward because a, a lot of the hot girls are like, what, what ages? You know, you're like up to maybe 25, you're kind of capping them off. But like those girls aren't used to, like they're used to going to simpler restaurants and things like that. You take them to a fancy restaurant, it's honestly, they're out of place. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. intimidating. You know what I mean? Well, yesterday we went to a fancy ass restaurant. How much did you spend on dinner yesterday, man? It was like four hundred something. Yeah, you spent four hundred dollars on fucking dinner. Mm -hmm. We're with this cutest fuck girl who's eighteen years old, right? And I was asking, like, do you usually Justin text me? No, she only she graduated high school two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So like we're with this like eighteen year old girl who just graduated high school. And uh, she's literally eighteen, right? It's illegal. Before you guys try like pulling bullshit, it's fucking legal. This girl's hot as fuck. And um, she also doesn't live in Toronto. She lives in the fucking country out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. She lives on a farm. She's got like chickens and cows and shit. Oh, I know and so we're at a fancy ass restaurant, right? So I asked her, because like, I'm thinking, I'm like, this girl's probably not used to this kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And so before I even order food, she's like, I only have eight dollars in my bank account. I'm like, don't worry, babe. I'm going to buy you dinner. I didn't yeah. know you were going to cover it, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, don't worry. Like, I got this, right? I thought I was going to spend like $50, $100, whatever, right? And, um, you know, the, the thing is, like, I'm not even thinking I'm going to spend this money because I want to fuck this girl. I'm only thinking, like, I'm enjoying this girl's company. I'm going to buy myself food. And, like, I always take care of people around me anyway, right? And, um, you know, in her head, she's just, like, thinking, holy shit. I'm hanging. Like, imagine what's going through the girl's head. Yeah, I mean, she's at 18, like, they get these cool experiences. She hang, dude, no, because I asked her uh, later in the night. I'm like, this must be a really unique experience for you. You're hanging with, like, fucking dude who does, like, pictures for celebrities. You're hanging with, like, club promoter, YouTubers, millionaires and shit. It's like... This must be crazy. She's like, yeah, none of my friends are doing this, right? But then when you get a lot of these young girls who just get like money spent on them, but all these rich fucking dudes and the guys aren't, they have no game either. Now that becomes like the standard. Mm -hmm. So by the time the girl is 25, she's used to that kind of like sugar daddy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then they demand it from you. And I'm like, fuck you. They won't get it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm not giving her that experience. I, I will never ever pay for a girl if they ask me to. If a girl asks me to fly her out, she's not getting flown out. Yeah. You asked me to buy her dinner. I'm not buying your dinner, dude. Yeah, I don't like that demeanor either because it's already just the wrong setup. It's like, you know, it's already, this is already starting off wrong. Like, if I do that, that's out of the kindness of my heart because you have the attitude of you don't want, like, the girls that say, oh, I don't want you to do that for me. I'll pay it for myself. I'll want to help them out. 100%. But if they have the attitude of entitlement, it's like, no, I'd rather not. I met this beautiful girl in Mexico a couple years ago during COVID, right? She's 18 years old. And I, I took her to like this nice little bar and it wasn't expensive. It was like, I, bought, I got like a $2 orange juice and like a $3 drink for her because it's, it's fucking Mexico, right? It's mm -hmm. cheap as fuck. It's like $5. But she's telling me that, uh, you know, her uh, her scholarship with school mm -hmm. is like frozen um, because of COVID and, uh, you know, she's running out of money because her fucking like uncle, like or her, her uncle molested her. And so she has to like live on her own, right? And if she, if she loses scholarship, she has to move back with her fucking like creepy uncle in the middle of nowhere. And her rent was like $50 to crash on her friend's couch. So she never asked me for money. I'm like, yo, I will. Cause the first day I met her, I took her to this little bar and she like tried to cover it. She tried to pay like $4, even though she didn't have any money. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? It just like instinctually makes me want to like take care of this girl. And so one day um, when she wanted to get her rent paid, I just like literally went to the ATM and I like slipped the money in her jacket 
And then like, I text her, I'm like, hey, oh, I saw like money in your jacket. Like you should use that to like pay your rent. Cause she, she was like complaining, she's all stressed out complaining. Be like, if I don't, you know, cover, it was like 50 Canadian dollars. So what was that like 35 US dollars mm-hmm. for her rent for a month? So she doesn't have to move back with her fucking creepy uncle who like, like touches her and shit. You know what I mean? It, it's so crazy to me. Like those are the types of girls you, you just want to fucking like put a ring on, dude. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and like, it, it's, it's fucked up because, um, you know, you get these like entitled girls and they just kind of ruin it for everybody, dude. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's just, I want to make sure that they want me first. Like they want me for me, period. Like regardless of anything, uh, finances or what else I can offer. Um, like I will take a less attractive girl because I enjoy the dynamic more that she's all over me. I don't want to be chasing a girl. Remember I told you guys I went on that date with that girl. Everywhere is getting stared at, but she had all this plastic surgery done. And it's like, look, dude, I'm not going to simp. I'm not going to sit here and just chase a girl to get well, what like what is what is that what value does that bring me in my life I just you get a bust a nut get a bust a nut i'd rather get a girl that wants me because like i've said this before like on your boot camps i told students i'm like hey look the the goal of the boot camp for me at least it shouldn't be about sex because if that's all you want just go get a prostitute if that's really all you want what i want is for girls to want me so that's part of the reason, you know, we build value, we work out, we work on ourselves, we, we make income to provide and all this stuff. You develop this attitude and personality and you become so no, socially inept so you can attract a cool life. And that's what they should be want attached. That should be what they want to be attached to, not just what I can buy them. You know what I mean? So like, that's always been my thinking. Like, that's why girls will buy their own tickets and all that stuff. And it's just like, I'm not going to do it. But when they buy their own tickets, that shows that they're willing to do that. So then I'll spend money. I don't mind taking them out to eat and spending money on them. Like, it's not even about the money. I just want to make sure the dynamic is that they want me for me. That's secondary. You know what I mean? It's awesome. And you get a lot of these, like, rich dudes who have no game. I know. They, they ruin it. They ruin it. We are talking about this in Columbia recently, yep. right? When we they were, spend so much money on these girls, and then that's their thinking now. Yeah, so, Matt, you were getting tattoos when we were in Columbia. And me and Matt, uh, sorry, me and Luis were at the mall trying day game and fucking going on Tinder dates. And uh, we were talking about how a lot of these, like, rich fucking dudes, like, you see this, this in Tulum or in Miami, like, all these fucking wealthy dudes, they're just spending all this money on these pretty girls. But they don't have fucking game. Like, you got this guy who makes a bunch of money in crypto, or maybe he's, like, some sort of investment banker, or, like, real estate or something. And they have money, but they have no fucking game. And so they get into these high-sass soul circles where there's a lot of pretty girls. And so... These girls just fucking use these guys. Mm-hmm. But now that becomes the standard of these women, right? Meanwhile, you got guys like Matt where like Matt was getting his rent paid by his ex-girlfriend. You know? His other ex-girlfriend, he, he, had, multi, he had multiple girls at the same time, right? One girl's like buying him groceries. One girl's paying his fucking rent. You know? So he's using game to get girls to take care of him. You know what I mean? That's a pimp, dude. <laughs> it's like actual pimp shit. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's like, and here's the thing. The girls don't even like, it's not even like they want sex for him. It's like, they just want to feel emotions for him because he's just so cold to these girls that they're like doing anything to get a reaction to him. You know? And he's just like, oh, thanks for paying my rent. I, I tell them my love language is gifts. <laughs> receiving gifts. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's awesome. And they still buying me shit. <laughs> Matt's like, uh, you're, you're a Gemini, right? Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm a fucking Gemini. I need, I need gifts to show that I'm to, to feel love. <laughs> funny as fuck. I, I, I don't think that's even related to horoscopes at all whatsoever. I just, you just say that. You, Matt, says, <laughs> Matt plants so much seeds in girls' heads that just like, she's like, whoa. You yeah. know? Like whenever Matt wants to bang a girl, he'll bring her here and be like, Justin. I really like her. Like Matt's game is like, he just talks about our podcast and just talks about like us doing cool shit and he doesn't even hit on the girl. He just like takes her arm, puts her, puts her around the girl, doesn't even hit on them at all whatsoever. And then after like an hour of talking to her, he'll just like look at me and be like, Justin, I like her. 
And then like you see in the girl's eyes, she's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, I'm chosen. He chose me. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't, I, I don't even put my arms around them. No, like you, you don't put it around them. You like put it behind them. I find. Yeah. Like this. It's very, like very casual, very casual. You know? Cause it just, just an hour spent of just building trust and all that stuff. And then showing not neediness. A girl's like, wow, I can real be myself and feel comfortable around this guy. He's not being like the rest mm -hmm. of the creeps out here. He's not needy. He must be high status. It's, just all, it's also presence. Cause last night, right? There was like five other girls around, right? Just running around, all super cute. But I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm locked into her. Mm -hmm. And she can feel that. She's like, this guy wants me more than any girl in this room. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Because I saw Matt doing that. And I'm like, okay, I've got to pick a girl. And here's the thing. There's a concept I call dick ADHD. Where it's like, you don't know which girl to go for. So you're hitting on her. Then you're hitting on her. Then you're back to her. Then you're back to that one. And you're like, oh, wait, there's a new girl. And like, you're... It's like, um, there's this like old school hunting saying. It was like the man that chases like two rabbits doesn't eat tonight, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, you're, you're trying to get like all of them. You get none of them. But instead you just like pick the girl. So I was looking for which girl. And I always do this. I look for, I don't necessarily go for the girl that I find the most attractive. I go for the girl that is equilibrium of the most attractive. That's also giving me the most choosing signals. Mm -hmm. And then I go for that one. So I saw a girl who just gave me the eyes. And I'm like, you're cute. She's like, oh, you're cute too. I'm like, okay, locked in. I, I thought her friend was way prettier, mm -hmm. but I, I'm like, okay, I'm going for you. You know? And so um, I went for her all the whole night and like, we we're vibing. Actually, question for both of you guys. I got a question for both of you guys. Yeah. Um, you can't treat every scenario the same, right? Because every girl's different. So nothing's like, there's not one rule for everything, but there's mm -hmm. kind of a generality of things we follow. Do you find, like, what do you change differently in your game when approaching a girl that you consider like a 10 as opposed to a girl who's like a six, seven, eight? Zero. Zero? You change nothing? I don't, I don't even recognize. If here's the, here's the thing, though. If, if you treat them like a celebrity, they're going to treat you like a fan. Mm -hmm. So if you start changing your game up, they feel that. Mm. They can feel the lack of authenticity. They can feel like, oh, this guy's treating me different than he is treating other girls. And they'll start using that to manipulate you. And I find a lot of women are like kind of like value extractors. So it's like my general mindset is like, I want to give you no value except my penis. Like when, I, when I'm fucking a lot of girls, it's like the only value I can give them is my dick. Mm -hmm. Like I was living down the street from here and it was a very tiny condo and I just had like a bed in the living room. So I pull girls home all the time for an after party. There's no after party, dude. It was just like my little fucking tiny little fucking lakeside condo. And like, I moved into like the sunroom. It's like the size of a fucking walk-in closet. <laughs> Seriously. I moved into this like little tiny ass fucking room. Like you remember my old place? It was tiny as fuck. And the, the thing is, there was nothing really else for us to do. You know, there's like cool lights. Yeah. There's like a bed, you know? It's like, there's nothing else for, like, I mean, we can watch Netflix. We can just like chill and cuddle and like hook up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I actually find when I moved in the penthouse, I get cock blocked a lot. Because like there's so much more like in the hot tub, you know the bar, you watch TV. There's so much more to do. I get that, you yeah. know. And so I try not to change up anything at all. You know, if I really like a girl, I will try to try less. You know, the, the so main that, thing that, that I was gonna say, I almost feel like I do less. As weird as it sounds, yeah. Because any type of fidgety movement, it seems like too much um, low status behavior kind of thing. So if anything, I just play it cool, and I just I'm more simple actually when they're really attractive. Like they're they're just I don't know. I feel like I it's. Because I know they can't sleep with everybody like every like an average girl can fuck whoever. No one's going to judge her. A girl who's like a solid 10, if she let's just say she dated a, a, a baseball player or something like that, she can be seen just fucking some average dude because then it just lowers her status among her, around her peers. It's lower status. So she has to see a guy as high value in order to even put him in a category to hook up with. 
So it's in a sense that it's like she's just reading your presence. So it's like almost like I do less or nothing. And sometimes I've noticed one in particular when we were in uh, L.A., the first time we met, and there's a really attractive girl that um, one of your students brought up to the booth. She was really hot. And it's like I did nothing. And I remember towards the end of the night, she just turned to me and she goes, thank you for being normal. Like she goes, you have no idea. Like it's you're just like it feels so comfortable around you. You know, and I was just realizing because every guy's just, they put her on a pedestal, so they're giving her more attention, and I'm just doing, like, less. My, my experience is a little bit different because uh, I'm a photographer for models. Uh, so I've met a lot of these girls. I'm always around these mm -hmm. girls, and I'm friends with a lot of these girls. Dude, I don't think you even understand. The so, girls that Matt meets I know. I've seen are fucking hot. So, Verified. He's going to his followers. <laughs> yeah, so my game actually turns on the hotter the girl is. Mm. Like I'm more on point, more relaxed when I'm around tense than I am around average and below average girls. It, it's actually and, funny to see Matt be around unattractive girls. He just gets pissed off and grumpy. Like he just gets like in a really shitty mood when he's around girls who aren't really, really fucking hot. He just like gets really upset. You saw me at the parade. Yeah, I was just like <laughs> having the worst time. I'm like, there's no <laughs> hot girls here. <laughs> I noticed because when he, we're at the club, there's like hot girls and like, I know they're tapping him. I know he feels them, but he still ignores them, right? It's like part <laughs> of it, like don't give him attention right away. And he keeps talking over here, right? And then uh, one time we were standing next to each other and this ugly girl tapped him. Can you take a photo of me and my friend? And he goes, mm. <laughs> And then he's just fucking, it was like no effort whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but when I'm, when I'm uh, talking to I a just, girl. I was like, they know, they feel bad. So for example, uh, we had uh, the YouTuber girl here, like the other day. She, she was hot. She's right? super hot. Oh, the girl's friend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. One, you were, you, yeah. the one you were with? Yeah. Girl has like uh, over 100,000 subscribers, right? And like, she's beautiful. And I was more like, you know, on her. She had and a great body, very, very model-like body. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't feel like I'm changing anything. I'm just more myself. You know, I'm just more relaxed, more excited to talk to them. What you notice, too, is the hotter the girl is, uh, they're also cooler. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I talked to Justin about this. Like, when we go to, like, more low-end nightclubs, when there's not a lot of attractive girls, I feel we feel like we don't fit in. I literally feel like we don't fucking fit in at yeah. these, like, peasant venues. Like... Again, we're, we're, when I we went to the whole Pride thing the other day, the Pride was fun. Mm -hmm. Like, wrong. I met tons of, like, yeah. but the thing is, the only girls I was vibing with were the hot ones. Like, girls who are, like, very average, it's like, they're almost, like, rejecting us, you know? But it's just, like, because there's no connection there. But the hottest girls, we're just making out them on the street, yeah. you know? And so, it, it's it's so weird how that works. Because when we go to lower-end venues, we don't get along with the girls. And the girls will just go for these loser-ass fucking dudes, right? But when we go to, like, these high-end, douchey, bougie venues... With the hot we, girls, instant connection, instant connection, yeah. instantly. And it's funny because I remember recently seeing like a actually attractive girl who had a really like annoying, weird personality hitting on Matt, and like, I, it's like Matt logically knew he just take this girl home, but he was just like pissed off. He's like just like ugh, go away. You know, it's like, it's so insane. It's like when you become the high status man, or you develop like really high self esteem, and you develop yourself as a man, you develop your career. You know, you you just can't help but. Be around attractive girls and vibe with them better. Yeah. You know, because you don't attract what you want, you attract who you are. Yeah. Right? It's really crazy that it works. I forgot. I haven't heard that saying in a long time, but 100%. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy shit, man. Well, Luis, you got to get to the airport soon, man. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to go, man. Yeah, we're good on time. I got like two hours. It says, uh, your flight's in two hours. You got to go. No, no, no. no. Go, My flight's man. in like two and a half hours. Okay. But yeah, I'll be heading All out right. right now. All right. Cool. Damn, dude. So, what are your big takeaways from coming to Toronto this, uh, this weekend? We had a fucking crazy time, dude. Bro, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And if you compare, uh, you know, you coming here three years ago 
to like now, isn't it like such a higher level too? Yeah, I think we've all gotten older. Yeah, we've all gotten older, more successful. Like my net worth has gone up like probably over 10x in the last two years, right? So it's like, and I, I know you're in a similar situation, right? Financially, like you went, like we all killed it. And the, but like, I also feel like my status has gone up. Like my maturity has gone up. Um, and like my spiritual wisdom as a man has gone up. So it's like, what were your big takeaways from like, you know, here's weekend? Bro, honestly, I have more fun hanging out with you guys. <laughs> like everything is cool, but it's fun because I'm doing it with you guys. So we're like, we joke about it. We laugh about it the next day. We fucking make these, we take these memories and we just fucking joke about it forever, bro. Like it's fucking awesome. So honestly, it's really what's about though, man. Uh, so a lot of people don't know this. We actually started the Wingman podcast because of you. You came to visit us about six months ago uh-huh. and you were like, why don't you guys start a podcast? And we're sitting here on the couch and I'm like, yo, Matt, like that's a fucking great idea. Why don't we start a podcast? And we're like, what will we call it? And we're like, why don't we call it like the Fuckboy podcast? Or why don't we call it like the, um, you know, picking up girls podcast? We're like, well, I met Matt on like a pickup artist forum in 2013 because I was looking for a wingman. Mm. It was like the find a wingman form of simple pickup, right? So if, if people remember simple pickup is their forum, that's how I met Matt because I was looking for a wingman, mm-hmm. right? Because my fucking wingman got in a relationship right away. And I'm like, dude, I don't have fucking anyone to go out and pick up girls with. And me and Matt both were like in a similar situation. You know, none of, no one around us really understood what we want to do and this journey we want to go on. We became friends. We didn't live too far away from each other. So like, why don't we call it the wingman podcast? I think it's brilliant, bro. I think this this podcast is gonna blow up. Yeah, can't fucking wait, dude. Yeah, can't fucking <laughs> wait. So yeah, man, it's it's crazy, crazy as fuck. But yeah, that's really what's all about, right? Like life's really about like. Here's the thing. I was um, club promoting at this um, really good venue in, in Toronto, and I was bringing out eighty to one hundred and twenty girls each Friday. Pretty fucking insane. And I was just like known as the guy in the venue. Like all the staff would be like, "Yo, it's the guy who brings all the girls." Right? I mean, that's what they're paying me for. But I was like kind of depressed. Because I didn't have any of my boys doing it with me. It was just me. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking me, right? It was just me. And so I asked one of my buddies, I'm like, yo, why don't we just like partner up? Because I know he's really good. Like he'll bring out 50 to 100 girls a night. I'll bring out 50 to 100 girls a night. I'm like, why don't we just partner up and bring out like 200 to 300 girls a weekend, take over the fucking city and just have like epic fucking memories. And then we got Matt to partner up. I got Matt into like the promoting thing as well. With the photography set up too, at the same club we're doing it at, it's like Matt's taking the pictures, Right, I'm bringing all the fucking girls. He's bringing a bunch of girls too. He's bringing girls from other tables. Bringing them to my table. We just created this epic fucking party of the hottest girls. Right, it was crazy. It's nuts. Wednesday night, you guys made me, you made me feel like a celebrity guy, honestly, because like I just sat there in the booth and you just kept bringing a, like there was like a line of women just coming in to meet me, and I looked past and there's just more waiting in line. <laughs> and then the moment one was like sat next to me, you can just see their presence. They were so like, oh my god, I get to sit next to them. No, please, 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 there's two more, and then they bring them, and I just dismiss her, and she just patiently waits off to the side and like. You know what I was doing? Uh, most, most of these girls didn't even know who you were, too. I know, I know. I'm just running around the club, cold approaching girls, because it was your first night in Toronto, and I want to make sure you have a great fucking time. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I want to start, like, the week off with, you know, fucking let's go. Yeah. You know, so I'm just cold approaching girls, and I'm like, hey, my buddy's a famous YouTuber, and he's got over a billion views, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, like, hyping you the fuck up. I'm like, you see that channel's neck? It's $100,000. Man, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, he's a multimillionaire. You gotta go meet this guy, right? So, and like, they're just like, what the fuck? Right? But, like, I'm saying it with so much conviction that they're like, Okay, right? And then they come over to you and you're just like, oh, hey, what's up? Right? And then but one of the girls knew you and she starts telling her friends. Yeah, that's right? what really hypes it up and gets that momentum and then, So it, we just created this like crazy equilibrium. I just like throwing girls at you yeah. and I start filming it. It's so fucking funny. And you have like a literally lineup of girls. Yeah. But isn't it so crazy? It's like, you can arguably do, like I could fake that with someone else. Like yeah, one, one time I threw one of my students in my room with a girl and I'm like, yo, this guy's a Bitcoin millionaire. And she ended up like making out with him, like sucking his dick. This kid was like a virgin. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Right, so it's like, you can like pretty much almost fake that status, right? Just by like 
But we call it, yeah. it's edification. I mean, you can say that about anybody. I, when I introduce you, I say, look, he's one of the biggest promoters in, in Toronto. You need to know this guy. Like, no matter what, just get connected with him, all right? Go talk to him. Like, and like, I, you say that about anybody. I'm like, we can talk about Muhammad. I say, listen, he's one of the best real estate agents in the entire city of Toronto. You know, he's well-connected, all this. It's just edification. It's how you edify a person. For sure. When we used to do presentations and I was doing sales back in the day, some people that just didn't get it. If I'm going to bring up Matt to speak, you know, some people go, oh, guys, uh, to the front of the room, we have Matt. It's like, bro, who's excited to see him? But if I say, listen, guys, this guy is a world-renowned photographer. Uh, he's does photography for, um, you know, uh, celebrities. He's a celebrity photographer. He also runs a lot of nightclub um, businesses. He's well-connected in the city of Toronto. Uh, and he's accomplished all this at the age of 25 or whatever. Then people are like, like, you never see this guy with less than one girl on him or less than two girls on his arm or something like that. It's all about edification. For sure. And we used to do that in sales all the time whenever you introduce somebody. So now it gets people to want to pay attention. But I mean, none of the stuff you're saying is false. It's just, it's how you present it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so the crazy thing though is every single guy probably has like something about them that's like unique and interesting. Like whether you have, you're like, a, I don't know, like you just, maybe you're just good at video games. You yeah. know, maybe you're uh, really good at dancing on TikTok or something. So, so there's so many different ways you can actually like do that, but you can't do it yourself. This is why having a wingman is so exactly. fucking important. This is I think my buddy, why. Justin. He has the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> no, but it's, it's so funny because like you can't really do it yourself because it actually lowers your value. Yeah, exactly. You have to talk about yourself. It lowers your value. Yeah. But if you actually do it for your friend, it, high, it like increases your value. That's what wingman is. Yeah, exactly. And then it, it increases your own value because you're so associated with this person so like you know what i mean like people don't get that simple concept so about three years ago i was i was only in toronto for about four months in four months i hooked up with around 60 different women that's 15 girls a month you're sick man that means like one girl every two one new girl every two days right and the crazy thing is like i was seeing all these girls over and over and over and so my game here's actually what my game was my game was just like name dropping my friends like it wasn't even like my friends are like famous or anything. I'm just like talking about my, my roommates I live with. I'm like, yeah, my roommate's a stripper. Uh, my other roommate's like a cool club promoter guy. And like I, the girls were just so hyped up from like how passionate I was speaking about them. But because of association bias, they were hyped up about me. Yeah. Right. I was just bragging about how cool my friends are, how much I like them, you know? And it, that was like my game. And then when I came back from LA, I was like talking about you. I was talking about Adrian. I was talking about like cool shit we're doing in LA and all the cool parties. And I was fucking tons of girls. Right. And it's just like talking about your experience and being passionate about it and like framing everything in a very positive light. It's really crazy that works. And that's really what life's about, man. It's about like having your boys. You go travel, you go make money, you go get rich, you go get clout, you go get hoes, you go get, do cool fucking shit and you share and laugh about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking epic. Yeah. We had a crazy, crazy fucking week. Uh, I think I think like, like five girls this week. And then there's like two other girls I, I almost like had sex with, but I didn't, you know? It's, it's, it's pretty crazy, man. It was an epic fucking time. Just in like three days. <laughs> three days you know mm -hmm. it, it's we're just like tripping over hoes. i come to my bedroom there's a girls on the floor and i'm like what the fuck you know it's it's sick man i love it i love it and i can't wait to see where we go from here because it's, it's literally been like three months of doing the fucking podcast mm -hmm. three months of being single and three months of like like half-ass attempting to pull threesomes and i've been having threesomes and foursomes every single weekend dude within another three months man probably have like a harem of like 20 bitches you know i, I can't wait we got another columbia trip as well yeah, and, uh, and maybe I, I think we hit up Philippines. We should all yeah, go to Philippines go together. To Philippines for sure. Let's go to Manila. Let's, Matt's people. let's do yeah. it, dude. All right, man. Fucking well, bring uh, to the Philippines, dude. 
I think that's it for me, you gotta man. Go, man. Gotta get you gotta going. go. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for uh, watching. Go follow Luis, real Luis Mercado on Instagram, Matt on Instagram, Drunk Justin Two on Instagram. Thanks for being a part of the Wingman Podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. We'll see you guys soon. Much love. We'll talk to you soon.